Hello and welcome to the England B Team podcast, a football podcast brought to you by an Englishman who wasn't good enough to make it as a professional footballer and of course an Irishman who wasn't good enough to play for England. There you go. My name's Joe and this is my co-host Gareth and we're here to talk about all things football. Right, we've got the introduction out of the way. Okay. Shall we get started? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, brand new football podcast. Should we start about the name, first of all? I think so, I think yeah. Do you want to tell our listeners about that? Yeah, the England B Team. That obviously comes from a movie that we all know and love very much. Uh, Mike Bassett, England manager. When was the first time you saw that? I think it was when I was in school, just before university. I was at my mate's house and we got back from a night out or something. And I don't even think it was even, even in preparation for a... Uh, in preparation for a tournament, just oh really? Just randomly? Yeah, I watch never, it every year. Never heard of it before, but so this is recently, like when you no, were no, like I was like seventeen, eighteen, I think. Yeah, but Fuck. I watched it the first time, and I was about what year did it come out? It must be about two thousand and one, two thousand two. Yeah, they do poke at Beckham and stuff in it, so it must be that kind of time. Yeah, it must have been around the two thousand two World Cup, I think. Would have been yeah. So I watched it the first time then, but I watch it religiously every year before a football tournament. Yeah, a lot of my friends um, do that. Yeah, I don't think I watch it as much as you do, but you definitely don't. No. I probably watch it a few times. But it's on YouTube, like as in, like as in, like it someone's is, yeah. uploaded it. Cause it it's is, such yeah. a low quality film or an like old film. Yeah. Well, yeah, I should get this out of the way then quickly. Um, I am an Irishman, a very proud Irishman, but when it comes to major international football tournaments, I do support England. <gasps> now, please don't switch off already, okay? <laughs> There's a reason for that. We'll get to that in the later podcast, but don't fucking switch off already. Okay, I have my reasons, trust me. Anyway, the England B Team podcast, there it comes go. from that scene. There we go. There's yeah. the scene in the airport um, where the assistant manager to Mike Bassett, whose name escapes me now, when the other teams are arriving and the Ireland team rocks up, he says, let's hear it for the England B Team. So being Irish, he's English. We thought that's a that's great way to go about it. It works out really well. Uh, we did have a couple of other options for the podcast, the um, uh, David Healy's hat trick. I was a big fan of that one. Yeah, didn't quite um, make the final cut. But my girlfriend's Spanish, so I didn't want to offend her with that. So yeah, oh, yeah, but. true. That was against Spain. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's where the idea of the podcast comes from. We're going to introduce ourselves here first of all, and we'll get rolling. Uh, my name's Gareth. As you can hear, I am Irish. I'm from Belfast. Uh, I am dying from hay fever at the minute. So if you hear any sniffs in the recording, that is not intentional. I'm really sorry for that. It's nothing to do with, yeah, anyway. Um, we're not going to do that. I don't want to be demonetized before we even fucking started. Um, yeah, so history and football, should we start there? Can I introduce myself first, maybe? No. no. Go ahead, no, no, introduce okay. yourself. Yeah, so I'll say hi to the camera. My name's Joe. Um, as you can probably tell, I am English from the south of England. I won't tell you where, not very interesting anyway. Um, but yeah, we both live in Germany now. Um, I've been here for... About three years on and off, Gareth. You've yeah, been here yeah. for four years, yeah, okay. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, escaping Brexit and that, not to make it political, but yeah, demonetized. But yeah, I say we're very, very happy in in Germany. But of course, yeah. we still follow all things English football and now German football and yeah, yeah. everything football. Um, and yeah, so. Pretty much, as we said, it's a football podcast. Maybe do you want yeah. to tell the view- listeners and viewers about, yeah, a bit about you and football? What have you done in football? About me and football? What are you doing in football now, maybe? Well, yeah, I think that's more interesting. Yeah. So my background in football doesn't go that far back, to be totally honest. I didn't play, really. I did play for my BB team. You have the BB in England? The Boys Brigade? No. <laughs> that's another thing for another day. We'll not get into that. That's... Yeah, that could be another topic. Yeah, anyway. Um, I played for that team. That was first Macker goal. We won the league three years in a row won most games 12 or 13 nil 
Um, I was about nine or ten when I played for them. What played position? left back. Okay. Left back. Left Although back, left back in the change. Group. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to be brought on as a sub every game. My mum would complain <laughs> if I didn't. And I scored one goal in the year where we scored. I think 120 goals that season. I scored one goal. And tell you this first story. You'll love this. Um, it was the day of the 11 plus results. You guys don't have the 11 plus anymore. Either do we, but we had it longer. And I drove out that morning to meet the postman to get my 11 plus results before the game. I got an A. Went so down. We really played mo- our really motivated. Yeah, yeah. Buzzing cloud nine. Went out. We were playing second Lisburn, who were also top of the league last day. Big, uh, big decider for the end of the year. We won three one. I scored from one yard out with my left foot and did the airplane celebrate. <laughs> and then my mum took me and bought me a shark to the That I did score. I scored one goal. Okay. So. Yeah, the airplane just came naturally. It sort of went there. So in terms of a playing career, that's as far as I got. I stopped when I was about 12. Okay. I played one season at Lisburn Youth, who I want to say now Martin O'Neill played for them, but that, that could be absolute bollocks. So okay. Yeah, scrap we, we that. Can, uh, anyway, that where did your career start? Where did your playing career start and go? Oof. Didn't go very far, obviously. Ended by... Um... Injury. Yeah, I yeah, done my cruciate ligament in, ah, my, did, yeah. in my left knee when I was... 13 and then a year later I got my appendix taken out and after really? that it was yeah how does the appendix affect football I mean I was in hospital for like a week nearly because it was like oh, yeah, infected again let's not was the career over, not yeah. medical podcast anyway <laughs> um, but yeah I started playing for a team in the town next to me when I was 5 years old uh-huh. played for them until I was 13 um, I say I played in most positions. Sometimes I was a striker, especially for the last team I played for, because they were pretty wow. poor to fit. What kind of striker? Um, well, hang on, actually, sorry, paint the picture for me. What year are we talking here, roughly? You're a bit younger than so, I believe it or not. Yeah, early days, I was a left right back all the time. Obviously, when you're playing seven aside, it's more like two defenders, two midfielders, one striker. Ah, so it's more like yeah. the right defender and the seven aside. Yeah. Um, sometimes in midfield, and obviously, I had quite a hard kick. So a lot of the time. Um, from kickoff, they passed the ball back to me, and I just route one it, and I scored a few from there. So Classic. that was kind of my signature move, yeah. whether it is yeah good or not. Um, and then yeah, maybe into eleven aside, I was at right back, and then central midfield for a bit. Um, I was in the A team of this team for a while, and then got demoted. But I think do I, they have a senior team or is this a youth team? This is a youth team. Okay. This is, um, do they yeah. have a senior team? Now I think they do. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. It's changed. They've got like a proper ground and everything now. Oh really? Wow. Like a field. Like we used to play in literally. It was literally called a meadow. Like there's proper like love it. Yeah. Field. And I played centre mid for a bit, and then yeah, done my knee injury, and I joined a new team who probably could have been the worst team in the area. Okay. But I was I wasn't looking to take football that seriously. Then I played striker for a bit that season. I think I scored like 12 goals, maybe 10. That's a decent return for a striker. And actually, actually for my old club, we actually used to keep the, the records. of. I think I had like 23 goals in 200 games. Not too bad for a defender. That is not a bad at all, yeah. Games, so yeah. Bit of a Ivanovic. Um, and yeah, now I don't play, but I kind of want to play. So any viewers, if you've got a team in Cologne, hit me up. Yeah, if you're looking um, for a shite right back with an appendix, <laughs> with a burst appendix, there we go. This is your man. There we go. Um, so tell me about football now. What are you involved in? What 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 do you do with football? Well, I've started. What gives you the right to start a football podcast? I mean, I've seen, I've got pretty good football knowledge. <laughs> I know you do. Um, yeah, I mean, we should probably tell the team about our teams and stuff as well. But before that, so in football now. Um, I'm on TikTok, so follow me on TikTok. Joy Football ninety six. Yeah. Football spelled the Spanish way. 
And again, I want to kind of try play again. Um, Can you say football in the Spanish way just for our viewers? Football. Yeah, thank you. No, just no. for our bilingual viewers. That, that might sound right. We can add the yeah. translation anyway. Um, we can add some yeah. titles, don't worry. Yeah. But before, before we talk about our teams, maybe you can say a bit about you in football. Yeah, well, as I said, a very short playing career that ended the day I got the Sharp GX10 flip phone and my life turned upside down. But since then, yeah, watch football, big football fan. But I have the pleasure now of working for Bayern Leverkusen. So I'm a tour guide at the stadium, so it does give me some authority. I do have to say, okay, it's in my contract that I have to say this, all opinions are my own, okay? Of course. So if my boss is watching, I swear to God, it is all my own opinions. Please don't sack me. I love this job. Please don't get rid of me. <laughs> but that's it. So that's why I've got this beautiful 2002 Bayern Leverkusen home jersey. Um, yeah, bit of a fan of that. So you've got a bit of a affiliation of Bayern Leverkusen now. Certainly so, yeah. So And me as well, to be honest. Yeah. But we well, you're a member as well. Yeah, so I'm now a member at Bayern Leverkusen. Um, the 29,999th yeah. member. Of course. <laughs> so close to being the 30,000. They actually got that presented on the pitch. Um, so yeah, obviously, we both do living in Cologne now. Um, which has, also, I'm sure you know, a very big football team. I'm talking to the listeners, by the way. Um, I, I know you know that. Um, but very, very popular, very difficult to get tickets. I got kind of when I was younger, I had a bit of a affiliation with a bit of. I like my Leverkusen, got a lot of links to Chelsea, but well, we can touch on that a bit later, of course. Well. Um, although you had a Cologne jersey, remember you telling me? I did. But I, I have a football shirt from all the places I've lived. Apart from Plymouth, I studied in Plymouth, but I don't have that. You don't have a Plymouth Argyle top? No, I have a Dortmund top. And Do you know Plymouth Argyle are one of the teams that have never played in the Premier League? I read mm-hmm. that today. I thought it was the biggest city that hadn't, but no, it was another city. If it hadn't, I think it was Rotherham was the biggest one that hadn't played in the Premier League. Oh, do you know the German city? The biggest German city that's never had a team in the Bundesliga? East or west or north? Not far from here. Really? Um, so I should say that the listeners... No, Alan and yeah. have been in the, yeah. the Bundesliga. Um, we should say for the listeners, we are living in Cologne, as we just touched <laughs> yeah. on. In this region, the North Rhine West Valley, you'll get a lot of Bundesliga clubs, so we're quite blessed here. A lot. So within an hour's train of here, we've got obviously FC Köln. I don't like talking about them too much. <laughs> uh, Bayer Leverkusen, Fortuna Dusseldorf, Bochum, Borussia Dortmund, Borussia Borussia Gladbach. Schalke, Borussia Mönchengladbach. So we're quite blessed in this region. But there yeah, is as well. a city in this region... That has never had a team in the Bundesliga. And I believe, again, I could be talking shite here, but I believe it's the biggest city in Europe that's never had a team in a really? B in league. Yeah. What's it begin with? B. I have no idea. Bonn? Yeah. Oh, cool. They are. Yeah. Bonn. Bonn, do we have a team? SV Bonner? I think yeah, Bonner SC. Yeah. Bonner SC, yeah. Some of my colleagues used to watch them. Fifth division? No Regional Liga. Yeah, that used to be the capital of Germany as well back in the they, day. Yeah, not that's right. Not to make this yeah. history podcast, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I completely forgot about Bonn. It's so close, yeah. but didn't even... But yeah, so anyway, to circle back, we're both in Leverkusen now. Yes. As I said, you were the 29,999th member. Mm-hmm. We should explain that. When Joe signed up for his membership a week later, uh, the 30,000th member was presented with an award and a pitch. There we go. And I do think you were about one or two off. I think so too. From my insights. It might have been a bit of an awkward situation since I don't speak German very well at least. No. But they're quite an international club to give Leverkusen their credit. Like they're Famously so, yeah. Yeah, like their so. website is in English. Um, and Spanish. Yeah, of course. I think the CEO is CEO Spanish, Spanish Fernando Cara, yeah. speaking at least, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's us and by Leverkusen. I wouldn't say I'm a 
fan just yet. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm enjoying yeah. watching football regularly and it's a really good club and it's a great stadium. What do you think? What makes a fan? Where do you cross that line to becoming a friend of the club or an admirer to being a full-blown fan? I don't know. I, I think my business is say really, like... I don't think there's like strict criteria. Well, where would you class yourself as a Bayern Leverkusen fan? What has to happen? I don't know if I, I ever ever will. Like, just, oh really? Just always. Are you a one club man? Are you that kind of person? You can always support yeah, one team. You know, like that's what else we can touch on next, maybe. And our yeah. first club is actually both the same club as well. Yeah. And yeah. It is uh, Chelsea. Yeah. As you can tell by the shirt. Um, maybe at the start of that, yeah, from a very young age, um, uh, Chelsea. Drilled into the yeah, so proper Chelsea fans by the yes, should say my, um, before the yeah, money pre Abramovich before, before the money before the trophies. You have a bit more legitimacy than I do, but yeah, <sighs> yeah. But again, like, who are we to say? Who so go ahead, tell us all. Um, your connection so yeah, to my great granddad, um, actually born near Chelsea. I think it was like, oh yeah, nineteen twelve maybe. So seven years after the club was founded. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't actually know this. No proper proper Chelsea, and then of course then his son, my granddad, was a Chelsea fan. Um, until he passed so he your family was, are all from West London right back then yeah or around um, that area yeah so yeah my granddad I didn't know that he was are. raised I think for a while near the stadium he even told me that like his um, his mum used to take obviously back in the day when there was less security she used to take um, tea and coffee to the uh, groundsman like uh, at Stamford Bridge you know well, that's really cool I didn't know that yeah there we go um, and yeah he was a season ticket holder until yeah, yeah he passed a couple of years ago he even yeah. went to Munich for the final yeah. 2012 at 75 bless yeah. and then a year oh, later to Amsterdam to the Europa League final 75 for that yeah it was a good he loved that is a, that's a big year he also football. really liked Germany as well so it was a good day out for him in Munich oh did he yeah yeah um, and then yeah that season ticket passed on to my brother um, yeah. my mum was also a Chelsea fan obviously on my granddad's side yeah. my dad I'd say he's an honorary Chelsea fan didn't have much choice if he wanted to marry my mum so he's now Chelsea yeah. as well. Yeah. He has a bit more of a link to Rex- Wrexham, then, yeah. actually, because his parents are from Wrexham. Yeah, before it was cool to support Wrexham oh, as well. Of course, yeah. So, you yeah. know, we've got all these... Oh, you've been to Wrexham, haven't you? Oh, you went to Wembley? I went to Wembley to watch Wrexham against Grimsby in 2013. Um, FA Trophy. Trophy. No, FA Trophy is non-league. On non-league. That's true, yeah. Um, and yeah, so Chelsea, I think, I don't know how many games I've been to. Probably... I don't know. I, I try to keep track, but a lot of times I used to go with my granddad's season tickets so you don't actually get the paper ticket. Yeah, um, and you've got the ground hopping app now, though, haven't you? True. Do you really still good. keep up with that? Do you? I do, yeah. It? Don't go to Chelsea as much as I'd like to nowadays, living in Germany, because it's. No. When was your last? Oh, you went last year, didn't I you? I went last year to Chelsea Brentford when Rudiger scored the opener from like 35 yards. It was yards a blinder of a goal, and then we lost, four, didn't we? Yeah. One. Yeah. Um, Oh God, maybe we can go on another episode and go into our favourite games. But there's one that really sticks in my mind. It was Chelsea yeah. versus Stoke. It was 4-2 Chelsea. And it was just a really back and forth game. I think Ch- it was like 2007. Belletti no, scored? No, like 2014 to oh, no, no. 17. I can't remember the actual date. But then William scored like a very late goal. It was like really good atmosphere. Oh. And of course, the Champions League night is also great. Um, I saw Chelsea Stoke. Um, fuck no. Getting the year right is going to be hard. Belletti scored. Juliano Belletti scored. So what year are we talking? Like 2010, 11, something around that? Or was he Big Phil signing? Big Phil signed him? He scored in 2008-9. I remember he scored a really good goal against Tottenham. He scored a blinder against Stoke. We won 3-2, but it was two last-minute winners and we left the ground early and missed both goals. Ah, no. It wasn't... Belletti, no. Is it one... I think Lampard, Lampard scored, scored as well. Right, Lampard yes. scored the winner, I think. Maybe Belletti scored the winner. you know who got the assist for Lampard, that goal? I think got the assist. Well, I left the stadium, so no, I don't. Miroslav Stock. 
Mary Slav Stock. I think it's Slovakian or Slovenian, I'm not sure. Slovakian, pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, went to play in Germany for a while. He was meant to be the next was big he thing. Hamburg, maybe. I don't know. I feel like he was, yeah. But yeah, he got he came on that game. I remember, yeah, got the Number assist. 47. Or and Balak really small. actually, Michael Balak tried to claim that goal because he reckons it hit him on the head. Lampard. Oh, shot. really? He ran away celebrating. I remember that. See, I don't remember that. Yeah. I left the fucking stadium. So, yeah, again, I'm very. I wouldn't say like I'm a football knowledge in the tactic sense, but memory of like games and players, I'm pretty put on with this. Yeah, you are. To be um, fair, your your knowledge is quite impressive. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why we decided to start this podcast. So hopefully, that's interesting to the viewers and listeners talking about. Not. Fuck you. Talking about. Hey, we don't want to offend the <laughs> listeners too early. Sorry. Um, but yeah, talking about random football facts, our experiences, etc. So maybe again, we'll go into why we're doing a podcast well that's what this podcast is going to be isn't it we haven't yeah. really made our minds up exactly what we're going to do with it but we've spent many like in pubs yeah in other places as well at football matches talking yeah. shite and then we thought what friends. does the world need now it needs two more white guys talking about <laughs> football so here you are it's exactly what you needed we're getting cancelled already aren't we um, no, no 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 so that's what we're going to be doing with this just talking on, yeah. We're going to be giving a lot of anecdotes, anecdotes, because I I love talking shite. So that's there my that's my skill. Sounds good. As you're saying that about that game, so I left that game early, the Stoke game, which was something I was always told not to do. But I was with my mum for that game. Okay. Normally I would go with my dad. Getting parents. out of Chelsea should leave be, games early. Used to be difficult getting out of Chelsea as well. It is going I mean, through the Broadway. Like Broadway. We used to walk, walk. But you shouldn't do it. We used to walk by Earl's Court. Um, Ah yeah, so did I. West Brompton, West Brompton Cemetery. We used to walk through there, but obviously it closes when yeah. it's dark. But like before well, the yeah. game, we walk through there. But well, I left that game early, and I shouldn't have because my dad was at the 1998 FA Cup final against Middlesbrough when Di Matteo scored the 16th yeah. second or 17th second, yeah. and my dad was taking a piss. Seconds. 43. He wore number 16. Sorry, yeah. my dad was taking a piss and missed the goal. So now my dad will never leave a football game early. Um, and when we go with my mum we decided to and no I won't and I also truly believe this you've seen this firsthand. I truly believe I have a skill where if Chelsea are losing I have one piss in me and you that's going to get Chelsea to score didn't work for later so I will save it never works never works never works but hey we need a bit of both right so we've got through that our backgrounds of football have got through we're both Chelsea fans we're Mm -hmm. both well we'll say close enough at some point you're going to be a fan by the way on that I feel like the day I know I'm a fan is when I cry when the team loses okay have you cried when Leverkusen lost yet yeah okay that's pretty strong yeah plus I'm contractually obliged to say I'm a Leverkusen fan there you go exactly no choice Um, I I fucking have though (laughs) so yeah okay so we've said why we're doing a podcast I've got my notes up here maybe now what can you expect from us in this podcast? A bit more about that. Well, Maybe. why don't you tell them what they can expect from me, and I'll tell them what we can expect from you. What What am I going to bring to the party, and I'll tell good, them what you're going to Good crack, as you say in Ireland. Thank you very much. But of course, at the end of the day, this is a serious football podcast. We want to talk about interesting stuff for the listeners and the viewers. And which, that's where Joe comes in. And of course, maybe in the future, we might have guests. We want your input. Let's see how this, how this goes. Um, but we might talk about our experiences. Yeah. Um, in football at Chelsea or in Germany um, I think particularly the German football experience yeah, coming from really the viewpoint of an yeah. Irish person and an English person yeah. we've been to lower league games we've been to Fortuna Cairn Victoria Cairn yeah, we've been the to the grounds you were at Gladbach last weekend I'm sort of, we've yeah, seen about a bit yeah, and I feel like as well back in the day. you have that's right so I feel like that's something interesting yeah. and of um, course we could do reviews of or previews of um, seasons or games or yeah. news so that's player, all in the players, of course. That's like, all in the, the as, pipe works. Yeah. And of course, as being Chelsea fans, never a shortage of news and stuff to talk about. With no, Chelsea. there isn't. So we don't want to make this a 
official like proper Chelsea focused podcast, but of but course, it if it be. being our team, it's going to be a topic every now and then. It will be, and Leverkusen will pop up every now and then because I'm there most German days. Football, so um, European football in general. We got some fun games yeah. planned. We have got some guests planned. Yes, but we haven't booked them yet, so we'll not say anything about Don't that. Don't get yet. too excited; they're not super high profile, but well, you never know. Rudy Feller is on the way. He's <laughs> got Xavi Alonso on here. No, can we say that? No, we can't. No, no we can't. Uh, we'll cut that out. Um, but yeah, there'll be a bit of everything this podcast. Uh, we're still sort of working out what we're going to be doing with it. We'll see how it goes every week. We've got a lot of plans. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of things set in stone. We've got a couple of scripts written, so we'll be going from there. Um, yeah. But today, why don't we say what we're going? What, what can we expect today? What are we going to get up to today? So, obviously, because it's the introduction, and we've been waffling for a while now. We don't want to make the first episode too long. Um, so we're going to dive into kind of a topic that's kind of close to both of us, which is players that have played for both Chelsea and Bayer Leverkusen. Well, this is a great start. Yeah, because I yeah. think when I first came to Germany, I was trying to pick a team to support. And Leverkusen stood out just because of that connection with Chelsea. Yeah, and as you said, it was a lot easier to get tickets as well. But that connection with Chelsea was club. always there. So and a great club. Yeah. yeah and then, so that's kind of where we're going in for today. But before that... We wanted to get warmed up a bit on our football knowledge. Oh yeah, I've got some good ones for this, yeah. So, so why don't you tell the, the lovely viewers so, what yeah, we've got I'm sure, Again, I don't know if I'm looking at the camera, we're just going to mix it up. So I'm sure, as you know, um, the Wikipedia challenge, kind of you look at the career path yeah. of a player on Wikipedia. Sometimes it'll be like game um, team by team. Sometimes it'll be like, yeah, reading them out in one go. We'll do it however you want to do it. But yeah, that's kind of our warm-up. Maybe this will be a regular occurrence. Maybe it'll be other things. Of course, now on TikTok, there's like football tic-tac-toe, etc. You know, I'm quite good at that one. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy that one as well. But for today... So we've we'll got a Wikipedia, Wikipedia one now. I will say, full disclaimer, we genuinely haven't told each other these no. answers yet. I genuinely don't know what's coming. No. So we prepared three each mm-hmm. of the Wikipedia career path. Because I'm more serious about this, I've prepared some graphics. I have not, but we'll put this on screen for you. So it'll be down... It'll be just here. What? Yeah. I'm going to be editing. So. Yes. It'll be yeah. just here for obvious. So we're going to be bringing up the club's badges. Do you want to go first or will I go first? I'll go first. So you want me to give you one first? No, I'm going to tell You're you You're going to send it to me so first? I'll put it on my phone to be rude so, and get my phone out. Are you going to send it to me or I'm just going to look at it? I'll just, I'll just let you look at it. You can let me but look at it. I need to read it out first for the listeners. Okay, so just we'll before we're sure here, easy first. just before we start, I just want to say exactly what's happened. So the game is very simple. You'll be given a list of the clubs that mm-hmm. a player has played for. And by the list of the clubs, you have to guess who the player is. Now, Joe's doing the Wikipedia version, which means I'll also get the years, which will make it a bit easier. Yeah. I've done graphics for you with just the logos of the clubs okay. and the path that but they then, follow. But then kind of seeing the logos also makes you... Does trigger it a bit. Yeah. Does trigger it a bit. So, go ahead. So, yeah, I'm kind of I've got football knowledge, so let's see if that's me backed up now. I will say Joe's football knowledge is excellent. My mind is <laughs> very, very questionable, okay? But... Uh, wait, yeah. actually, I need to zoom in a bit because it's... Uh... Unless they played for Lisbon Distillery, I am not getting this. All right, so... So for the audio listeners, do you want to read out the yes. teams first? I'm going to go about the years, just when I'm reading it out. Yeah, please do. Norwich City, to Blackburn, to Chelsea, to Celtic, to Birmingham, to no Aston way. Villa, to Wroxham, not Wrexham. No, it's Chris Sutton. Indeed it is. Well, there yes. we go. Look, there we are. Right, do you want me to do three for me and then I'll do your three? Or or? Is this? A bit of tennis, back and forth. Okay, do you want to... Uh, you want go to your laptop and I will... Uh, I'll just send it to your laptop because okay. I'm much more organised. So you're going to get a set of logos. They will come up here. Probably. 
don't know if I could be arsed doing it yet. This is going to work. Oh, maybe I can also look at your screen if you want. You probably just could do that. Oh, wait, hang on, it says waiting. There we go. We're all about professionalism here on the England yeah. B team podcast. <laughs> okay, so. This is not it. Where's, where's the photo? Here you go. This is your first Ty one. Ty Kesman. Fuck. <laughs> Seriously, did you get that that quickly? Yeah. Did you recognise all the logos? You've got Partizan, PSV, yeah. Chelsea, Atletico, Fenerbahce. PSG was on loan, I think, it. and then he joined permanently. And then he went to China, I think, didn't he? Yeah, that's South China. They're just called South Bate China. And Bate Borisov, yeah. There we go. So I was, I had a clue prepared if you didn't get it that quickly, okay. but obviously got it very quickly. Okay, but there I was that rumour for a while that Matthias Kesman had became a monk. Did you ever read that? No, interesting. Did you ever read that, though? No. That Matthias Kesman had left football because he wanted to become a monk. Or he was there previously a monk. It was one of those two. And I remember specifically, we signed Kesman the same year. We signed Robin. He was and it was Kesman and Robin, yeah. And I think Kesman had like the mask because he used to wear the mask when he scored for yeah, BSV. Yeah, yeah. But he scored like what three goals for Chelsea. His first goal was a penalty, I remember. But he wasn't meant to take. Yeah. And they sort of yeah. pitied him. I thought he was a baller. It was a Penenka as well. It was actually. Yeah. And the balls then on him did not score for seven months. <laughs> good score in the Carling Cup final though against Liverpool. Was it? Oh, that very was very scrappy goal. Yeah, goal it was, line, yeah. And he got a couple of goals away at Norwich. Again, oh, so that Carling Cup final, by the way, I will still stand by this. When people talk about the Carling Cup, now the League Cup for our younger viewers, or the similar thing with the UEFA Conference League, uh, when we first won that trophy with Jose Mourinho, that was the start of the success with Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I think winning that Carling Cup is really what yeah. got the ball rolling. I feel like back then as well, it was a bit more meaningful trophy as well. Was it, or did it become meaningful after Chelsea won it? Yeah, maybe. Because I think previously that was the Worthington Cup. Worthington Cup, yeah, I remember Liverpool I do remember won Spurs that. won that as well. Yeah. Of course, many teams won. I think Blackburn won. Usually the Milk Cup as well, and the Coca Cola Cup. The Milk Cup still exists. That's the youth trophy in Northern Ireland. I think it's still called the Milk Cup. Someone will correct me on this, but the Milk Cup. It had it in England as well. It might be. But the Milk Cup is a youth tournament in Ireland, in Northern Ireland. And usually like Chelsea go to it as well. Uh, United will send a team over Juventus and they'll play in Northern Irish Crowns. I remember the year. 2007 we signed 2006 we signed Shevchenko I went to watch the Chelsea youth team and wore, wore a Shevchenko 7 jersey there we go um, I'm a disappointing striker at Chelsea yeah that's definitely one day that's going to be an episode, be an episode. the number yeah, 7 easy. curse and shite Chelsea strikers yeah. okay give me another one before we start waffling alright that was too easy for both this one's, a, we this one's a long one okay so give me the All right. the clubs for the audio listeners I will do that with mine actually as well I forgot All to right. do that you got that so quickly Portuguesa Real Madrid Flamengo Bayer Leverkusen, Bayern Munich, do you know it? Oh. Club Nacional de Football, Santos, Bayern Munich, Hamburg, Al Galahafa, I'm sorry if I butchered that, Gremio, and Palmeiras. Okay, so I'm immediately thinking it's a Brazilian player. Would you like to see? No, I don't want to know yet. Would you like to see the. No, it's okay, I've got it again. in my head. Uh, get... So I've got to guess Brazilian, and the other problem with that is. Fun fact, from being a tour guide, the most represented nationality at Bayern Leverkusen after German is Brazilian. In history? I think they've had 15 Brazilians play for them. Wow. okay. And I know them all, so I'm going to get this. If it is a Brazilian, I am going to get this, but I think... Let's go, let's go, let's go another minute or so. The Real Madrid, Flamengo, Leverkusen, well. Bayern Munich, Hamburg, and then back to Brazil for the end of his career. Very long career as well. There's two that I'm thinking of. Is it Sam Roberto? It is indeed. Yes, we have got the back on the back of your shirt. There you go. Either him or Emerson, they both went the uh, super healthy guy, well. isn't he? Like, is he? Yeah. I think I saw him, but he's still like 
super ripped even like I featured him in my Bundesliga haircuts thing he had some mad haircuts back yeah. in the day is that Roberto that's a good one okay I'll send oh, you this I thought this one was a bit harder but I, re- I think you're going to get this straight away okay, which is a little look. bit annoying I didn't want to go too hard for you I wanted to go easy on you so for the audio listeners my last one's very I, before you guess please let me read it out just quickly because you want to get this quickly okay. for the audio listeners the clubs are River Plate FC Porto Atletico Madrid Monaco United Chelsea Galatasaray and Rayo Vallecano Falcao <laughs> I'm going to make it harder next time yeah I mean I okay. still play him he is at Rayo Vallecano yeah. did not know that they had a very good season actually. well you follow the league quite well how's he getting on I don't think he played that much they did 37 sign, I they think they signed Raul de Thomas who's a really good striker from Espanyol so he's doing fuck all really yeah he didn't do much they didn't do great at Chelsea either like, yeah. let's be fair but he was or, a baller you know, yes, but he got a bad injury for the World Cup in 2014 I think that's and right kind of, yeah. okay hit me with the yeah. last one alright the, the last topic. one here we go this is a difficult one let's see in my opinion it's difficult okay so he started at Benfica then went to Alverca uh huh then to Benfica, in that time played one game for Benfica B, Porto, Dynamo Moscow, on loan at Chelsea, Atletico Madrid, on loan on loan on loan at Inter Milan, FC Cologne, and Sporting Lisbon, Sporting CP. Shouldn't say Sporting Lisbon apparently. Oh really? Yeah, they're actually called Sporting Club. Yeah. Ah, oh, a bit like Inter Milan, or not really Inter Milan, are they? Yeah, and Athletic Bilbao. Internationale, as you saw, Jimmy Carger, you see him saying that? Yes, I did to Leo. Uh, right, who am I going to get this? So he's on loan at Chelsea, before then it's Benfica, Porto. I have a... Run me through the team again, go again. Benfica, and then Alverca, Benfica, Porto, Dynamo Moscow, Chelsea on loan, Atletico Madrid, Inter Milan on loan, Cologne and Sporting Club de Portugal. Two guesses now. I'm thinking it's a little bit earlier. Is it Kike de Lucas? Enrique de Lucas? No. Is it Sam Dalabana? No. Fuck. He is Portuguese. Alone at. Oh, Manish? It is indeed. Oh, yes. Terrible at Chelsea. Right, I will give you your last one now. I'm not going to read out the names of this. I'm just going to send it to you because there is a lot. Okay. If you're struggling with it and you don't get it instantly, we can start reading out the names. Okay, but let's see. I feel like you might get this very quickly. So I'm excited. This is one of my favourite ones. I bring this out quite a lot. And actually, I'd be curious if you can name all the clubs <laughs> on it as well. Roy Carroll. No. That's a good guess. <sighs> that is a very solid George guess. best. Yes! Yeah. I saw Dunstable Town they got it did you know we played for Dunstable Town I did okay yeah. so we'll go through the list of teams um, so I, I have to say Luton isn't it is it yeah Yeah. now I the mean, problem is with the teams George Best played for there's more than this okay but yeah, they're not confirmed imagine. he played the odd game here and there I do know we played for Tobermore United back in Northern Ireland but uh, it's not on his Wikipedia page um, so we have Manchester United obviously Dunstable Town I think he played a couple of games for mm-hmm. Stockport County Jewish Guild in South Africa who I couldn't even get a logo for yeah, on the internet yeah, wow. LA Aztecs Fulham he did alright up Fort Lauderdale Strikers I think he played for the Aztecs twice San Jose Earthquakes Cork Celtic 
Hong Kong Rangers, a very interesting club that was wow, started yeah, by a Scottish guy over Hong in Hong Kong. Wow. You're still a club, but they don't that's normally really they cool. don't keep the name Hong Kong Rangers. Either. They've changed their name. Okay. They're not officially affiliated they, with Rangers. They allowed that logo as well. Not still? anymore. I, think. Okay, I can imagine. Um, Hibs, Motherwell, Bournemouth when they were shite. Brisbane Lions, who are called Lions FC to differentiate them from the uh, Aussie Rules team. Okay. okay. And he played one game for Glentorn, right. Glens, where he's from. There we go. That was too easy. That yeah. was easy. Right, next time we'll I mean, make it harder. We did good. We that was good. good. Right, let's get on to the crux I of this. I saw Roy Carroll because I think he was also had some time in Scotland. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's at Fulham or not. He was at Derby for sure. But he was a Fulham. He's definitely right, on another Premier League team. He was along the right lines. Felicity Linfield as well. I think he went to Greece for a while. He played for Olympiacos. Yeah, he did. For a while. Played the Linfield. He was like at 42. Always remember mm. that goal. The uh, Pedro Mendes. Pedro Mendes, yeah. The halfway line. Yeah, Roy Carroll, God bless him. Talking about if he's dead, he's not dead. <laughs> right, okay, let's get to the crux of this episode. Yes. We've prepared some stuff, we're going to get into this. So, as we said earlier, Chelsea and Leverkusen players. Mm-hmm. A, th- a subject mm-hmm. very close to my heart because when I had my job interview for Leverkusen, this is the first thing I learned how to say in German, was to go through all the players that have played for both clubs so I could impress them. There we go. And, <laughs> and I wore this shirt to the interview. Um, I think we found out it was four. Four significant ones anyway. Yeah, four ones there might be more... played in the first team for both. Yeah. So what we've done is we've prepared a little bit of information on both two players each. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll run through them and yeah, we'll have a chat about them. I'm curious to see what you've got together for yours. I feel like Gareth's is going to be more anecdotes, interesting stories, and mine's going to be my... Well, I'm not going to lie to you, you got the short straw. Okay, what two players did you get? All right, so I have got Callum Hudson-Odoi, yeah. of course, on loan at Bayer Leverkusen. No longer and anymore. The, the current season just gone. And Andre Schurler. Yeah. Um, yeah, played for both clubs, went from Leverkusen to Chelsea, and of course yeah. retired at a very young age for a footballer. Which, yeah. Now, Andre Schurler and Callum hudson I got the luck of getting Kai mm-hmm. Havertz and Mikhail Balak. Yeah. So, you can they, certainly Google a lot more of those two. A bit more of interesting careers. Certainly, yeah. For now. But anyway, do you want to pick one of your players and see what you've dug up on them? I'm curious so, to see what you've got. Yeah, so I'd say we'd start with Callum hudson Doy. Yeah. The most recent... Can you ask me a question? Sure. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I've never asked you this before. Caltech, is that an Instagram thing or is, is that his actual nickname? That's, I don't know, it was his Instagram. Yeah. Um, I've never heard anyone refer to him as yeah, Caltech. His Instagram name. I like it. Anyway, continue. Me and my brother called him that, I don't know why. But yeah, we followed him from, yeah, I think he got his debut at Chelsea in 2018 on the Conte. Yeah. Because that 18 season of Chelsea is pretty disappointing. Like, we finished sixth, I think, and Conte yeah. kind of gave up early. Terrible transfer window in that. But yeah, he got opportunity at the end of the season. Um, but before we go into his time at Chelsea, maybe we'd talk about... Yeah, his season at Leverkusen, probably not how we all hoped it went. Did you dig up any facts and figures about it? Yeah, well... Because I've heard a few. Have you got something interesting? I don't know if I want to... more kind of just like... Well, actually, in his first month... Um, Looked all right, to be fair. He did. He was nominated for Rookie of the Month, which is some Bundesliga thing they do. I think he got an assist on his debut. Um, nice cross in from the left hand side. Yeah. Scored against Atletico Madrid. So I think he's under, under the previous that, yeah. manager. Is the Swiss manager? What's his name? Was it Peter Bosch? No, it was like Leon. Oh yeah. Yeah, he came from Young Boys. And I should remember his name, but yeah. And, yeah, I should know that. I always um, started working there in the same month as Chabi Alonso, so I only really give a shit from it now. Okay. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then as soon as, like I said, once Chabi Alonso came in. For some reason or another, like, of course we don't know, didn't really play much. And I mean, yeah. to be honest, Xavi Alonso did an amazing job. Like, 
Superb he job. took them from 17th to 6th this year. Um, and the Europa League semi final. Very yeah. unlucky not to, to win that. Great performance. Um, but we can talk about Leverkusen in details another time, I'm sure. But Hassan Ladoy, I'd say for himself, again, it's my opinion, for Chelsea fans and, of course, Leverkusen fans and the clubs, I'd say a disappointing season overall. Um, Where does Callum Hudson go from here? I'm curious to see what you think of this because Chelsea are selling like mad at the yeah. moment, apparently, trying to get a couple of deals. Chelsea have a lot, of, a lot of wide players. And, and the crazy thing is, all the hype around Mudrik, and I think he's going to be a great player. Do you? Fuck. Hudson's always younger than him. Seriously? Or a few months older than him, but they're both 22. Like, that's mad. That's the thing, Hudson's always been around for so long. Like he's been he's made David Chet. Yeah, he was under Sarri. 2018-19 is his breakthrough season, which I'll touch on in a bit. And of course, played five, for England, five years later, yeah, played for England actually before he played for Chelsea. In That's the Premier right. League. That's, I remember yeah, that. I remember that. Yeah, he's a couple of times for England, yeah. three times for England, I think. But yeah, he's only twenty-two still, and I, I'm not saying he's like I don't know. I assume he'll be moved on in the summer. Maybe by the time this is released, he's already moved on. Especially yeah. because he's a a homegrown player, and it's a Selling homegrown you were players saying this, yeah. So explain that again. So selling homegrown players because they have no book value of being bought, then it's pure profit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, the same for Loftus Cheek going as well. Mason Mount. Again, oh, we could make another podcast episode on Chelsea's youth academy, and unfortunately, they're all being sold now. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so Doy, but I really remember his breakthrough at Chelsea. It was a pre-season. Um, when Sarri came in, he, I think he played against Perth Glory and then Inter Milan. Fuck, you really do have a memory. <laughs> you really do. And then, but I remember it was one game against Arsenal. Absolutely terrorised Hector. Yeah, Bayern. I remember that. I remember um, that. He won a penalty. Maratta missed, of course. Um, yeah. And yeah, really, really good game. But then once the season started, I think it's the same. A lot of Chelsea managers, they don't have the time to experiment with youth. No, no. Um, and didn't really get much of a chance. He did play most of the Europa League games and I was actually there for his goal against uh, PAOK the Greek side oh yeah yeah um, I do remember that yeah. my granddad um, yeah he managed to score then um, and he scored a few times that season in the Europa League um, and I don't think he's been scoring in the Premier League but still didn't really get much of a chance in the yeah. Premier League made his yeah. debut for England and then of course when a player's getting that much hype other clubs are interested and then Bayern Munich came that's in. That's right. Munich apparently was very Bayern close Munich to going. Bayern Munich came in, um, handed the transfer request actually. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, fuck. And of course, it's like Chelsea hadn't had many youth. This is obviously before Mason Mount. This is before Tammy Abraham. True. I think Abraham made his debut. Was this around the transfer ban time as well? This is before season Do we know it was coming though? Before. I don't think so, no. Okay. I don't know, maybe. I'm not sure. I think we did because we signed Pulisic that window and we didn't take him to the summer. So that's right yeah some sort that's of, right actually yeah um, prediction of it going to come in and yeah then once that rejection from um, Bayern Munich came in of course he got more of a chance because we didn't want to sell him and yeah I think he was the youngest Chelsea player to get an assist on his first start for the club in the Premier League that's a good one um, like, yeah I think it's for Giroud against Brighton and then yeah then there was that game against Burnley and he'd done his ACL yeah. I think it was like controlling the ball or something. hasn't been the same since honestly no, I think that's kind of the issue like from what I can see like he lost his his pace maybe his, his, confidence, his confidence to be honest like, he yeah. didn't want to get injured or just didn't feel like he had the pace to beat a man 
Well, and they've so, talked about the Leverkusen as well because uh, Sardar Asmund, the number nine, had a bit of a, a revival in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. And Simon Ronfus, the uh, director, came out and said he was sort of pushing Calm to do the same thing. Yeah. Because I think they saw a lot of potential in him and they said in training, he looks sharp, he looks good, yeah, just, but he's just lost that confidence of you know, running at a player. Yeah. Um, yeah, going back to the time at Chelsea, like, Lampard came in, he had a few opportunities, but nothing like starting like regularly and then Tuchel came in played him at wing back for a while just to, which to, worked a bit I thought he did I mean, Tuchel's first three games he played him at yeah. wing back I'm not sure if James was injured or played everyone at wing back to be yeah. fair like lots of Chiefs he was starting play wing back under yeah. but again let's not go into too many topics today um, but yeah here we are in 2023 new season coming up my guess will be he'll move on again Let's see. By the time this episode comes out, it may have already happened, or maybe. If you were Chelsea manager, buy, sell, or keep. Or sorry, sell or keep. We're not buying them. Obviously. It's so difficult to predict because I think we're going to sell so many players, and I'll sell winger options. Pulisic, who will leave. Ziyech will leave. So left Sterling, Mudrik, Madueke. Yeah. So they might keep him, especially for the homegrown quota as well. Because also, I feel like his value will be lower than like players like Gallagher, and Mount, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's see. Yeah. Fingers crossed for Hasan because I think there's a great player in there still. I, I totally agree. But I, I of, forgot he was so young. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of great players, which one do you want to start with? Fuck. I, I have some good ones now. now I'm, do you know what? I'm going to start with Michael Balak. Okay. Mikael Balak. We'll refer to him as that. Because on my stadium tours, I do bring this up quite a lot. Obviously, he was a bit of a Leverkusen legend. Played there twice, actually. Mm-hmm. Went back there. Retired um, there as well, right? Yeah. Retired there in 2012. Wrapped up his career. Um... But it's when you're doing the Leverkusen tours, the most well-known Leverkusen team is that 2002 team, mm-hmm. which we will talk about some because it is a great story. Part of the reason I love the club, um, the romance of that. But Michael Balak wore number 13, and it couldn't have been more fitting because I, I'm looking at the list here. He has lost so many cup finals. He has got so many silver medals. And I've worked it out now that he has got 11 silver medals. Is and 11 gold medals. Is that including like... Um, Runners up in the Bundesliga. Well. Yeah. Yep. He's got a lot more than you thought. So he wore number 13 actually because of Rudy Feller. So apparently Rudy Feller was his favourite player. who had a lot more luck than Michael Ballack. Rudy yep. Feller won the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Won the Champions League with Marseille. Won wow. a few things. Michael Ballack wasn't so lucky. Um, few Ballack interesting win the Champions League? Nope. Never did. Didn't. Lost two finals. Never quite got no. there. Didn't um, no international trophy. No. A lot of injuries. <sighs> Oh, just and yeah. to be fair, a superb footballer. Yeah, box and box midfielder, versatile, well, like, played anywhere, strong, calm, great presence, good, cool guy. Good in the air. Yeah, that header against United, I'll never forget that. Power. One of my favorite games. That, but yeah, so Balak. One of the interesting things I would love to talk about this more someday is, so he was born in East Germany, mm-hmm. and he played for Chemnitz, which is out there in the east near Dresden kind of direction. And when the unification of Germany happened and the Bundesliga was formed, a lot of the East German clubs, because of the political situation there, had less money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of players came to West Germany and the West German clubs bought them up cheap. Now, Balak wasn't one of them, but Leverkusen had a bit of a history of doing that. Okay. So Balak played for Chemnitz. Um, he got relegated in the first year he was there. He went to Kaiserslautern. And that's when he moved into West Germany. Now, uh, Kaiser Stanton, let me see this. His debut was against Bayern Leverkusen. Okay. There's a lot of these. There's a lot of these. Like, yeah, okay. like, uh, he actually won the Bundesliga there. So, yeah, yeah they yeah, won the Bundesliga. FC like Kaiser Stanton. Third now or second? Sure. I think they might. Yeah, I think they're the third now. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, they won, he won the Bundesliga there. He got to the quarterfinals of the Champions League, got knocked out by Bayern Munich, another future team. Finally joins Leverkusen in 1999. Great player, part of a great team. Uh, but I'm more focused on the unlucky side of things because it is just brilliant. So the bad luck starts here after the relegation with Chemnitz. He, uh, in 1999-2000, Leverkusen are cruising to the title. To be totally honest, cruising to it. Last game of the season, they need a draw against, I think it was Armenia Bielefeld. That's all they need, a draw, and they'll get the title. Now, Leverkusen have never won the Bundesliga, still haven't won it. Hadn't had a trophy in a long time. Um, they just needed a draw. Michael Ballack scores no goal and they lose 2-0. And Munich won the win the Bundesliga that year. And that's where it starts. So 2002, in the space of a week, Leverkusen lose the Champions League final against Real Madrid. They lose the German Cup final against Schalke. And they finish second in the Bundesliga again. Michael Ballack finished the top scorer that year for Leverkusen. but A great personal season, but... Another three silver medals for Balak. Yeah. So that brings up the four now, I think, in total. Uh, he goes on to Munich. Actually, before he goes to Munich. Uh, what happens in the summer? Yeah, <laughs> six weeks after losing three trophies in a week, he goes on to lose the World Cup final with Germany against Brazil. A great World Cup he had as well that year. Mm-hmm. Starts most of the games. Um, yeah, another yeah, silver good, medal. Good goal scoring record for Germany, I think. From it, Superb. Right? One of the highest. I think he's their third or fourth. Goals, I think. Yeah, he's got a good record. I think yeah. he's their third record goal scorer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, World Cup final loss goes to Bayern Munich. Three out of the four years, he does the double. Okay, Cup yeah. and League. Doesn't win the Champions League. Uh, does score twice in the Cup final 2002 against Kaiserslautern to beat them. So another another lovely bit of uh, serendipity there. He does get... I didn't know this, actually. I looked this up. So apparently, Franz Beckenbauer had accused him of starting to not throw games... But There's that he'd so sort of many. give up tools. He downed tools towards the end of 2006 because he knew his contract was out. So he was accused of saving his strength for a potential Trans- new team. That. He had a really terrible uh, German Cup final that year as well. Yeah. They won it anyway. Um, but yeah, he was accused of saving his strength. So Beckenbauer kind of turned on him, which was awkward because... And was Beckenbauer at Bayern Munich at the time? Yes. Okay. Um, and Beckenbauer was... His nickname was Der Kaiser. And Balak was known as the Little Kaiser. So he looked up to him a lot. And yeah. So he does get one Bundesliga one runners up now with uh, Munich in that time as well. But he wins three. So okay, that's a good period. Good. Chelsea comes you know, in. And sorry to cut in. 2004 5, who knocked Bayern Munich out of the Champions League. I remember that one as well. Frank Lampard with that turn and goal. Yes. Chelsea, yeah. And actually, I, that was my first 4 2, wasn't it? Real memory of Balak. And I remember that as well, yeah. Dived. Terrible dive and won a penalty at the last minute. That's right. Yeah. In the first leg. I remember screaming for it. In as the well, second yeah. leg, yeah, Chelsea won. Uh, Drogba, that, yeah. great header. I think they played in the Olympic Stadium then at the time. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. They did. Proper like running track, old school, awful. European stadium. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Um, You're right. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. That's a good one. I see. It's not my fucking note. <laughs> uh, 2006 keeps number 13. Who do they take number 13 off? The government. Who then goes Gallus. on? A, yeah. Who then famously goes on a fucking strop. Apparently claimed he was going to score an own goal. Uh, I have heard he, t- he took out like a super junction against media outlets for saying that. So if you don't like it, will you? You can come and fucking get me. <laughs> I'm uh, not listening to I'll you. Be, I'm not sure we're a media outlet. Yeah, we are. To our one follower. <laughs> Hi, mum. Uh, so yeah, he gets number 13, keeps that. I don't know why the fuck he does, because then the bad luck continues. 2007, misses the FA Cup final three injury. We win that FA Cup final. Mm-hmm. First one at Wembley. Misses that one. Does get the medal anyway. So we'll count and it as a win. League Cup as well that season. Yeah. Who have we beat in the final? Uh, Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. So he gets that. Okay. 
2007-2008, he gets the runners-up in the League, the League Cup and the Champions League. So lose the Champions League final, has three more silver medals. And then that summer, 2008, Euro final to Spain. Loses that as well. Another runners-up medal. Ah, 2009, he does win the FA Cup. He finally gets round to it. And in 2009-2010, he does the double. But in the FA Cup final, he gets injured and misses his last Do you know ever... injured him? Oh, is it Boateng? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It so was. he misses his last World Cup as captain for Germany. So he pisses off back to Leverkusen um, and did nothing there. That was kind of it. He just yeah. went out with a bit of a whimper. Um, so he ended his career with 11 silver medals and 11 gold medals, which is a very it's beautiful story. very good. It's not bad. But it could have been... I still feel sorry for him never getting the Champions been, League. Yeah, like could have been Champions League, World Cups. It could have been. Euros, like... It could have been. been the perfect career, nearly. Like, I'm not sure how many players have won, I guess, a lot of the Spanish squad from 2008-2012, probably won... Pedro was one of the few players team. to win everything, isn't he? Yeah. Because he won the Club World Cup as well. True, yeah. Um, and he won the Europa League, so I think he's the only player to have done, like, all the major ones that you can't win. Yeah, but not many. Because Messi's done it too, but he's never won the Europa League. No, fuck off. So yeah, yeah, that's the Michael Balak story, which I, I love, I love it. Yeah. So yeah. So what have you dug up on Andre Schürrle? Andre Schürrle. Um, I have a nice memory of him. Huh? The uh, the Burnley goal. Yeah. The Fabregas that's assist. I was going to touch on, but we're going to touch straight away the Fabregas assist first day of the. I guess it was the first day of the 2014-15 it season. It was. It was in August. Away I watched yeah. more. Yeah. One nil down. Was it his debut then? Competitive debut? No, he joined the season before. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh. he joined 2013-14. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. And of course, joined from Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. Uh, a bit of a personal link to me and Andre Schürrle. Yeah. He was born in Ludwigshafen. Ludwigshafen. Oh, you told me this, near, yeah. Um, it's this town or city near Mannheim. Yeah. And uh, yeah. a friend who lives in Mannheim, we went for a club night in Ludwigshafen. Yeah, great, you told me this. A great club called Music Park. Yeah. To sponsor us. Um... But yeah, give us money, please. Yeah. Um, of course, Andre Schürrle. Unfortunately, well, maybe not unfortunately. I think it's what he wanted in the end. Like he said, um, he fell out of love of football, found it quite lonely, didn't do his competition, right. and then retired at twenty nine. Twenty nine. But I'd say within a very short career, like in football, he did achieve a lot. Um, yeah. Not much I can touch on really about his time in Leverkusen because it's kind of before my time. Like as in following, like I was. Yeah. 2011 to 2013 you like, missed a huge amount of goals yeah, like, yeah. but he scored I think he scored like 23 goals in 80 games so yeah. he's a pretty decent return for yeah. a young player yeah. or a winger um, was, yeah, was and right. of course joined Chelsea 2013-14 under Mourinho I'd say again maybe mm. not the most consistent I think he played well but I mean didn't really start yeah. I think he actually started as many games he was subbed on or something in, in his first season like he but there was a good lot. There was a good amount of like yeah, forward so, players that year. Yeah, I mean, even De Bruyne couldn't get into the team. That true. Year. Yeah. Salah as well. Was he there? Sold. Man of a soul. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Um, what? How could have been for Chelsea? Yeah. Um, fuck. Don't even bother. But yeah. So um, some good memories. Though, I'd say Andre Schürrle. He's goal against Burnley. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hat trick against Fulham. Of course, who he joined in the end. I'm not sure if you remember fuck that hat trick. Yeah. It was a really nice uh, Craven Cottage. Um, do you remember his goal against PSG when Denver Bar scored that last minute winner? I do, yeah. I think it's actually yeah. from front. Yeah. It's like kind of a scuff volley. Oh, we played um, PSG a few times in those years because I just did. moved to Paris at that time. I uh, fucking hated it. Of course, yeah. But yeah, he has some good memories, good moments. I mean, he scored, yeah. the, scored the almost a winner against City at the Etihad in 2014-15 and actually left during that season 
but Mourinho actually sent him the medal because he played enough games to qualify, even though he was sold. Oh, really? I'm not sure Mourinho gave him his own medal or he got a medal and that was, should have been for sure. Like, there is something we have to find out. But, um, Andre, if you're watching, what happened with him? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I wouldn't That's say there's not too much to touch on on Sherlock. Again, really good player on his day, has some good memories, I'm sure, for Barlevkusen. Yeah. Went to Dortmund, went to Fulham, of course, Spartak Moscow. He Wolf- did go back to Fulham, that's right. I think he won goal of the month at Fulham as well. He won goal of the month at Chelsea and Fulham, so there we go. Oh, um, that's quite a good one. But for Germany, 22 goals in 57 games. Yeah, he was a baller for Germany, and yeah. of course, you know his biggest moment for Germany. Which I kind of forgot about yeah. until you told me this, yeah. The winning assist for Mario Goetze against Argentina. Oh, yeah. I think he also scored two goals against Brazil in that... Um, seven one demolition. Let's say. Yeah, I think everyone couple, scored in that game. Yeah, that's true. Kadira got a couple of goals. I think. Muller, Ozil, Kroos. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, was, I'll to be fair, then that's quite a glittering career in the end. It was good. But yeah, um, I forgot about again, that. Again, not too much to add. But do you know what he's up to these days in football? Please tell me it's something good. I don't think anything in football, but apparently he's. I saw on the news he's now climbing mountains in minus 20 degrees half naked okay so that's what that's his new hobby I guess is it a no I think it's just <laughs> for fun I think he's trying to challenge himself in the cold and yeah that's what I saw that's the, that's the latest news I saw under Sherla fuck me I assume he's only back I did into, not know that back into football so he didn't become a monk like Matthias Kesman then no unfortunately not but you know he's challenging himself still and again round it off in Sherla but I mean, he did a pretty good job at Chelsea. I'm sure he has... I never disliked him. Yeah, I thought he was like alright. He, he was a yeah. solid player. Played at the yeah. striker sometimes, on the left, on the right. Very yeah. hard-working, good finisher. Just not too many opportunities, but again, lots of Chelsea players there. Yeah. Time. Didn't, Didn't get... Did he win the league? Was he there the first season Jose was there? Yeah, he was, he was there for the second season. And he left, but he got sent in the middle because he played... Oh, that was for the league. Sorry, I thought it was yeah, the cop. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. and I guess he would have... Maybe we've got a Carabao Cup medal as well. We left in the January yeah. during the season. Yeah. We did technically yeah. get a winner's medal. Okay, I always like them. Yeah. yeah, the last That's not player. Bad. Last player. Well, Kai Havertz. Yeah. yeah. Um, not much to say about Kai because I've been reading the news this morning. Yeah. This is going to eat like fucking milk. As we're but recording. <laughs> yeah, uh, we read that he might be going to Real Madrid. So if he does, we're going to cut this he'll, entire section of the podcast on that, and he he'll, can he'll fuck be, off. <laughs> I love him. He'll be. So, I love him. But I don't want so, him to leave. He'll be so good at Madrid. Oh, fuck him if he goes to Madrid like, I think but I've heard he's a very sensitive soul as well so he might end up like a bit of an Eden Hazard I think he will Eden Hazard got kicked too much he just I also heard he wasn't the most passionate for football like Havertz actually no loved Havertz football. loved eating chips yeah. and mayonnaise and then turning up to training and mm-hmm. overweight chilling with donkeys yeah actual donkeys no but that's Kai Havertz so Kai, Kai yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. When I was doing the research for this podcast, I typed in Kai Havertz and my autofill goes straight to donkeys. I've brought this up so many times. I've sat in so many pubs on a night out with Germans here because people know him. We have a connection to this. So our friend Jakob, his sister, uh, went to school with true. him in, in Aachen. Yeah. And there's so many times. He gets his hair cut in Cologne. He does. Well. Yeah. He comes over. I don't know where. Obviously, I, I don't fucking is. know where it is. Like, I don't go for haircuts. I know where it is. Do you? It's called Let's Bonjour or something. Oh. We can say that because he posts it on his profile. He does, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. not like a secret. But yeah, so I will frequently be with German people and yeah, you know when you wake up at three o'clock and you see what your search history was on your phone? Mine will very often be Kai Havertz donkeys. 
And I'll be showing people going, Kai Havertz loves donkeys. And people don't believe you. Like, Kai Havertz got a donkey sanctuary. And he fucking does. He does. So, But he also has, uh, I saw also on Instagram as well, he has a charity as well. It's the same charity, so it's been expanded ah, okay. into different areas. Okay. So he's doing so he's, uh, he's a really good elderly care, youth development, all that kind of stuff. He's getting involved Very in everything. Very good guy. 23 as well. He's a sweetheart. Very he's young. a sweetheart. He's got a lovely, uh, lovely dog, Baloo. We see yeah. his dog. I have seen. He's very happy. He's a very sweet guy. Yeah. I do remember reading that he like he struggled a lot with pressure and yeah, he's a very sensitive guy. Tuchel I mean, was very good doing that. He sense. came in to main man at Leverkusen like 17, 18. Yeah, well he was the youngest. Chelsea at twenty. Like, he's so young. Like, I, he's still only twenty three now. And he, I think he probably wouldn't have joined Chelsea if it wasn't for COVID because Madrid wanted him to get the money. Yeah, couldn't afford him. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea the only club that really afford him. Yeah, and we got lucky with that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, what else have I dug up? Well, so yeah, as you said, youngest player ever in the Bundesliga, which was actually broke by Florian Wirtz, yeah. another Leverkusen yeah. player, yeah. who uh, hopefully will come to Chelsea as well, to be honest, because Florian's a hell of a player. Um, made his Champions League debut against Atletico Madrid in the quarterfinal and missed the return leg because he was doing school exams. So there you are, that's how young he was. Nice pressure. And the youngest player to play 50 games in the Bundesliga, and who was it before? Timo Werner, Werner, of course. Another Chelsea connection. I love that. I so love many that connections. Fucking serendipity. Uh, so yeah, yeah. The transfer. I looked up a lot of stuff from that. It was fascinating. They looked at it a year in advance. Apparently, the thing that sort of swayed it the end was Frank Lampard. Very persuasive. Yeah. Which I. It's weird to look back at now because at that time I remember being such a fan of Frank Lampard and thinking, yeah, he's doing, he's doing magic here. Yeah, because the season before the transfer, uh, the youth players like he did really well. He, he, yeah. Then, yeah. Oh fuck! Oh, there we go. Um, so yeah, Amarina, who's also gone now as well. Yeah. Whose name I can never say. Grabinskaya. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently she took Fernando Caro down to the south of France, and that was what that was. She charmed him into giving this guy Havertz. I have yeah, met yeah. Fernando Caro. He's not a man that is easy charmed. <laughs> hey, anyway. sorry, Fernando, if you're watching, uh, he's definitely not. But I have met yeah, Fernando yeah. Caro, and he is a a wonderful man, but a tough man. Yeah, I take a lot to charm him oh he is he does a good bit of business so sounds like we did a good job then so yeah we got him what else can we say about Kai Havertz a couple of great goals I, actually I haven't been able to this but I do remember his first goals he scored a hat-trick against Barnsley Barnsley yeah that's right in the yeah. League Cup or the FA Cup third round League Cup yeah yeah. yeah. Um, one Chelsea in the Champions League okay let's, yeah. that's, all, that's all we need to know and if cup, he goes on to Real Madrid I don't really care and the Club World Cup Wow, it's a good trophy. You only win it if you win the Champions League. So true, not really true. And we did lose it the first time. So true. yeah. But yeah, he won Chelsea the Champions League. He'll always have a spot in my heart. I love him. I absolutely love him. Yeah, I mean, I'd be heartbroken if he goes. on, but even for me, it's difficult to turn down Madrid. Living in Spain, the biggest club in the world. Maybe I wouldn't leave because I'm a Chelsea fan, of course. Yeah. But for like someone who's not, that's why we have a got contract. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I mean, I think he do a great job there, especially with players like Vinicius Junior, Rodrigo on the outside of him. But yeah, like, you think he's going to play as number nine then? Because it's not really his position. He's not no, a false nine. I don't know. Like he's not. I don't know what his position is. I wouldn't say he's play. He can play by the striker because he's not the most creative. But I remember at Leverkusen his last season, he was like everywhere to be fair. But yeah, the nine. But he had two like fast wingers outside. very Leon fast Bailey, wingers yeah. and then I'm not sure if it was Diaby Julian Brandt was there at the time. yeah it could have been Diaby as well on the outside around then like coming through but yeah Leverkusen had a big tradition yeah. of fast players on the wing yeah side. like he was just arriving in the box and finishing but of course he was yeah. super fast as well like glides he, he's, a, a he's a strange player to be honest 
Yeah. There's times He's I watch him. He's a luxury him. player and it's hard to fit him in to like the best team. What do you mean by luxury player? As in a luxury like, in style of football? Yeah, like the way he plays is like very calm and like, I don't know, like maybe sometimes you don't even notice what he's doing because he's doing so much but subtly. Like yeah. his hard work, he's holding the ball up, he's doing like nice touches, which I think people take for granted. But he does yeah. it so well and so many players, like he does it well nearly every time. I know what you mean. He yeah. reminds me a little bit of uh, Berbatov. Yeah. He's that style of player. Silky smooth, but yeah. looks lazy as fuck sometimes, to be totally honest. But he's not. We know he's not. But... Um, he, he works super hard. I love him. Yeah. And remember his goal against Newcastle? I think it was this season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish. And do you remember the time? Who was it? The Everton player he pushed over? Do you remember that? Where the Everton player got yeah, into him? Yeah. Yeah. And he pushed over. That was fucking great. Yeah, and there was a few times with, against Madrid, do you remember, where he kicked the ball away uh, and pretended to pick it, it up? Like, yeah. 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 So he's, he's had a, some great motives. He's a bit of a shite box, I mean, which I have a lot of time for. Yeah, he, um, he wants to win. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he stays at Chelsea. I think we haven't seen totally the best but of him yet. It's a, a new era at Chelsea now. It's going to be lots of changes. Don't want to talk about Chelsea too much. I That's don't. another episode of Chelsea. Uh, just, Chelsea I just Chelsea. don't want to talk about them. They're fucking shite. <laughs> but anyway, just to finish up on Kai Havertz then before we, we wrap this up, I think. Um, the donkeys. Okay, that is Don't the thing about Kai Havertz I want to talk about because that's all that really interests me. So his teammates at Chelsea call him, I just think they call him Donkey. It wasn't my theory, I'm not sure if it's a translation issue because if they call him a Donkey, I don't know about you in England, but back home we call someone a Donkey as yeah, a striker. Really it's not great. Yeah. So I think they just call him Donkey and apparently it's because he likes Donkeys as well because they're very chilled, calm, mm-hmm. relaxed, he sees a bit of himself in that. So he got a toy Donkey when he was three and he was 18, his parents adopted three Donkeys for him in the zoo. You like where you support them, like you don't actually bring them home. When he's eighteen, yeah, nice. So you don't actually bring them home. You know, it's like adopt a donkey, we've had a year a month or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like you when you adopted the polar bear when you were younger and it never came. Sure, disappointing. Still waiting. <laughs> um, so we started a charity for donkeys. I actually read a story once, as well, but I couldn't find this again. So I, again, this could have been something like Jacob's sister said to me when I was drunk. But apparently, he went to butchers in Aachen when he was younger and saw donkey meat on the menu. And that was one of the reasons why he got around to be very Germans would eat anything. So I wouldn't be surprised. So he loves donkeys and he's now got the Kai Havertz Stiftung, which is a charity Ah, for donkeys, animals. Very good guy. Lovely fella. Lovely fella. So hope to see him in Cologne one day. Yeah. Love to talk to him about his. Speaks good English as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, like most Germans speak really good English. Yeah, yeah. but um yeah I think it'd be a shame if he moves on but I'd again, be heartbroken we can't, the sentiment to me would just again many players I understand when they move to Madrid and the money that's being quoted and the rebuild Chelsea needs is difficult to turn it down especially only two years left in his contract if he's not going to sign uh, I'd be heartbroken yeah I just um, I was heartbroken when Timo Werner left and I'm going to be heartbroken when Mason Martin leaves yeah. and Kai Havertz it's, it's the end of that era Kovacic is going loads of players Rudiger's already yeah. went you know that era of the Champions League winning team Asper Quitter can move on well he's leaving now isn't he that's confirmed yeah. isn't that more or less Kante's contract's up oh god don't bring my that final team could be missing apart from who's left Rhys James and Chilwell and Thiago Silva oh, yeah. yeah true Mendy I assume will move on as well yeah, who's in the midfield? Yeah, well, yeah. Cool, right. Jorginho, gone. Wow, everyone's good. That's heartbreaking. It really is a rebuild. But yeah, we'll have to get on that another time. Let's so, put, let's put well, listen, here, that's an hour. We've talked for an hour. I think How do you feel about your first podcast? I enjoyed it. Um, it doesn't really matter what we think. 
No, the parents what, what that well, one person like, watching <laughs> the things. Thank you very much for tuning just in. Just our, our girlfriend. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. my mum's watching. Hi, yeah. mum. And my mum as well. Is your mum going to watch? Yeah, she, will, she yeah. fucking has to. I sent it to my family. I swore too much. My mum can't watch this. <laughs> you know, you bleep it out. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm doing the edits. So I'm the like, uh, the nice guy. You're the looks. Yeah, yeah. you're the looks. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, but we're yeah. going to get the fuck out of here then, are we? We're going to wrap this up. We're going to get out of here. I think this is from what I enjoyed this. What have we got to look forward to? Tell them quickly what they got to look forward to next next week because we do these once a week now. Of course, yeah. Every day we're on this. Yeah, yeah. So, we have, of course, Pochettino joining Chelsea and a disappointing season. I well, say we maybe not look back too much at last season but look forward to the next season. Or should we just get our hands in the last season yeah. and analyse it? Just yeah. do the um, dirty work. I'd say... Autopsy. We could talk about some of our favourite games from last season, our favourite games Fuck off, we've been really. to, our favourite games from history, in general football, I mean. Yeah, football. I want to get on to that. Um, we'll continue to research some games, that'll be fun for the viewers, and of course if you've got any ideas, send them in. Send in your yeah, tic-tac-toe boards, please. Oh yeah. We can't create that ourselves. Actually, so. that's a good idea, so tic-tac-toe boards, and if anyone wants to send in some Wikipedia things as well, career yes. pass, or any football trivia, I promise we yeah. won't look up or the like before. Or guess the team, like you put the flags in, and the formation, good you've one. got to guess at which team it is. Yeah, so any trivia you want to fire us, let us have a go at it, because yeah. I genuinely think I'm getting this. quite good at it. So. I love this. And, yeah, yeah, so, Gar- and Gareth's are too easy, so it's like harder. Yeah, I'm more too easy, for example. Yeah. Right, we're going to leave it there then. Thank yeah. you very much, Joe. Thank we had you. a blast. Thank you, Gareth. Guys, we'll see you hopefully in, in one week. We'll yes, be there. See you one week. Cheerio. Enjoy.